0: Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
1: It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hi, Ashley, can I say something? I think that a lot of the way that you think about relationships is because mm. the relationship that you are now out of had toxic notes and had trust issues my hope for you honestly is that you receive a relationship where you don't have to feel like oh i need to know if a bitch is talking to my man like that that's not what it should feel like because i don't need to know that because i know my man and i want i think that that is what
0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Cara Berry, our Housewives of Potomac recap. Join with me this week. You know her, you love her. It's Chai. Hey girl. Yay. <laughs> fan favorite, fan favorite. <laughs> <laughs> the people's champ. <laughs> <laughs> you are the Muhammad Ali of Everyone's Business But Mine, much like Karen's <laughs> <of> live show.
1: <laughs> I'm doing that punch shake she was doing. <laughs>
0: oh my god so actually before we get into the episode tell me like where you are with this season where are you with the girls starting with like let's just do the green-eyed bandits as a collective how are you feeling about them
1: so i never liked giselle um robin i'm very disappointed in Mm -hmm. um it's just so it's Mm -hmm. embarrassing like we're seeing the hypocrisy too like i'm literally watching the wheels turn you're seeing the Mm -hmm. i hate it i
0: am with you on that how are you feeling about candace this season
1: i I like candace i think candace is funny i've 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 always enjoyed candace from the time she came on the show so i like her i'm happy that the people are starting to see like how funny she is yeah
0: i I was listening to i think bitch sesh and i want to say danielle said you know, if you're gonna be mean, you still have to be funnier than you are mean. And I think Candace has now found that balance.
1: That's my life model. When Danielle said it, I was like, yes, I love that because I am very, very mean. But I'm like, I, I try to make it funny, you know? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> they were like, she's right. That is me to a T.
0: I hope. I hope I'm a little bit funnier than I am. To people.
1: Like, all you have to do is a little bit, you know? <laughs> Just yeah. slightly
0: yeah. more funny than mean.
1: If I joke, think I can manage that.
0: It seems, it's pretty easy. It's pretty easy <laughs> if you put your mind to it. Um, how are you feeling about like Mia and Jacqueline and their relationship?
1: I'm embarrassed for both of them. Mm-hmm. Cause I really feel like we're seeing when um, this episode when Jack, Jacqueline was like, um how far are we going to take it? You know, when they had the one-on-one where they were talking, I was like, okay, like she's basically saying what we're all seeing that like they had this plan to have this little fight and like maybe you're gonna say that, ooh, did she sleep with Gordon? Do we have threesomes? Like, you know, the innuendo of it all. And then I feel like Mia was just like, oh wait, you're making me look bad. Mm. I'm not gonna take it this far.
0: Do you think that, I believe that Mia brought Jacqueline on the show with intentions of making her like kind of the redheaded stepchild. and I don't think Jacqueline was really prepared for that. But I wonder how much of what we see in the way Mia treats Jacqueline is what's happening in their relationship in real life. And now like that they've gotten around some people. It's like, ooh, maybe Jacqueline's seeing, like, oh, this is bad.
1: <laughs> you know? Right. Or maybe just seeing that, like, okay, so you know how she brought she brought her mom on the show to embarrass her. Mm-hmm. So I believe you that she probably did bring Jackie on the, on the show to embarrass her too. Yeah. I just wonder. Have you thinking. seen people, like people keep talking about um, Jacqueline's sister's YouTube channel? Have you seen anything on there?
0: Uh, yeah. Shout out to Taria. She sent me a link a little while back and I was like, yo, um, listen, white people earmuffs right now. To me, uh, she's got like, <laughs> Frankie energy, like uh, Keisha mom <laughs> energy. And- oh no, I have
1: to watch that because that is my
0: favorite <laughs> energy. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a black uh, Tokyo Tony kind of energy. It's just, uh, there's like, I told Taria, I was like, I'm watching 30 seconds of this and I know if I were Mia, you're a dummy for fucking with somebody who has got a family member like this because this woman does not give a fuck. She will go scorched earth. She will you know, light a cigarette in your eye. Like, she does not care. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, it's it's a lot. And it's just a light, like a lot of yelling and smoking indoors.
1: Oh, I love it. Yeah. See, I've like been wanting to watch it and then I keep forgetting. But after this episode, I was like, I need to know more about Jacqueline. And I'm trying to understand, were they ever truly, like, were they, these people that used <coughs> to hang out all the time or is it that she pulled a friend from her childhood? Yeah that's also it's like was Jacqueline in the
0: strip clubs too right does she have a ball gown on what was happening
1: (laughs) right (laughs) at the the high class strip strip (laughs) where they wore ball gowns Was, was Jacqueline there too maybe Jacqueline played the violin maybe Maybe. Maybe did. maybe the cello. Who knows? But um, I love Jacqueline and that like I don't know. She's so pretty in a very like 90s black sitcom kind of way. Oh yeah. Yeah. I guess you see know that. what I mean? Like it's a very mm-hmm. like natural, like Cosby show pretty. Yes. I'm but you like- don't really see, like you don't see a girl come on TV with no tracks in her hair. Even white girls don't come on just natural hair like that.
0: Right. Yeah. She seems like she would be the lead in a in a Tyrese music video. I see it. right. <laughs> <laughs> or like tank maybe maybe tank <laughs> but um let's start with this episode so we basically leave uh, start off where we left off with this geriatric fight between sharice and karen they're banging tables they're screaming at each other i don't give a fuck about you well i don't give a fuck about you either and sharice calls karen a fake ass phony bitch so here's my issue robin Giselle, and Charisse want to act like they don't understand why Karen doesn't like her. But to me, I feel like Karen's made it very clear. I just don't fuck with her. And I don't think they need to have a
1: reason why. Exactly. Like, why are we playing Sherlock Holmes on this? Also, it's like, I thought it was very much established. Like, we all saw Charisse call Karen out for cheating on Ray. Mr. Blue Eyes. Mm-hmm. We saw that. That's enough of a reason not to like someone. So I'm mm-hmm. wondering, do Giselle and Robin just want her to bring it back up again? Because if that's the case, you could just bring it up.
0: It, right. Exactly. We don't need um, sweaty over here to be like, you know, Eeyore. Um, See, it it just really irks me because I feel like Karen's been very clear and Robin and Giselle are like acting like this is something personal to them that they possibly don't understand, can't possibly understand. And like, this is a relationship that needs to be forced. For what? Like, if I say I don't fuck with that person, end of conversation, that's it. That's it for me.
1: And if it's all for the sake of bringing someone back on the show, Charisse, nobody wants her here. She's (laughs) not giving anything. Like just looking sweaty as hell. Right. It makes me uncomfortable in a way that it's like, "Ah, I'm a woman, right? I know menopause is coming for me too. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to say these things about Charisse.
0: Right. (laughs) But she's sweaty from the inside out. There's like an inner sweatiness that's emanating forth to like actual drops of sweat. And I don't get it. Because you're right. Like, Sharice is off the show for a reason, and that reason is not Karen.
1: Exactly. Like, what are we doing here? Like, she's been she, every season, she's tr- made an attempt to come back. Like, nobody wants her here. She's not giving anything. Right. Like, like not like, even a look.
0: Not even a look. We'll, which we'll get into in a second uh, in the champagne room. So <laughs> Karen says that she just feels like, you know, Charisse claimed, oh, I went to your mother's funeral. I was there in support of you. And so Karen popped off about that. But what Karen is trying to say in a confessional is that she didn't think that Charisse was being genuine. She went to the funeral, but she popped her big head into the limo and was like, she felt like whatever Charisse said to her was like a, oh, I need you to know that I was here. So she was feeling some type of way about that five years ago. And her aunt Val told her, as long as Charisse doesn't bring it up on the show, just take it as good intentions. But what we didn't know is that three years ago, Charisse did bring it up on the show at (laughs) Candace's uh, first year anniversary. which by the way, had, did not have an open bar, which I think we need to always remember. Right.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> on TV. Oh, you made people buy drinks on TV. Right. You can't even get like,
0: uh, I'm in the food and beverage in- industry discount out of Chris. Like they couldn't even, <gasps> I didn't even think point. about that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, dang, <laughs> but we love Candace. Okay. But that was <laughs> some fuck shit. All right. Um, so yeah. So we see this footage where where Sharice is like, you know, of all of our friends, I was the only one there that came to your mother's funeral, which is like, okay, you want a cookie? You, right. Like, if you say it like that, then all bets are off. Then it's like, oh, well, I know that your intentions weren't good. If you need credit for it like that, then fuck you. It,
1: I don't need to ever hear you bring up the fact that you came to my mother's funeral even once. No. Right, like I feel like once you like you bring it up and you're trying to throw it in my face and stuff, and then being of all our friends, I am the only one that was there. You, Nobody likes you, Karen. Like you, right. what right. are you doing?
0: <laughs> Basically, what is your end game? So then we get to Sharice's, uh, is this her first confessional look? It can't be. No, it's the second one. <laughs> her um, Kim Zolciak season one reunion look with the yellow satin top and this wig.
1: Fresh she was out. looking casket
0: sharp. <laughs> they got her fresh from the beauty supply wig,
1: and I wasn't mad at the idea of it. It was the execution. I <laughs> mean, it was the fifty, the fifty-five, forty-five synthetic human <laughs> blend of the hair that was really <laughs> troubling. I just feel like okay, if
0: she's the queen of Potomac, what? I mean, you used to live in DC. It's a chocolate city. Surely. I'm having questions about a lot of these women's hair choices, Giselle.
1: It makes zero sense to me, because I'm like, okay, Wendy's hair laid mm-hmm. all the time. Yep, Candace. I, I don't know, the, the pink was in the confessional. No.
0: <laughs> it, wasn't good choice, but it was a choice, but it still looked better
1: than Charisse's wig, this fresh uh, one. Oh, we're gonna agree to disagree. I feel like they were in the same. <laughs> Okay. Okay. They well, both they both went down to Miss he- uh, Heavenly's uh, shop. Uh, and bought it. <laughs> oh
0: my god! I should figure out where that is. Make a trip. Make my sister go with me. Um, Karen's wigs, amazing. Karen has had a great like Karen's season one, two, maybe even three wigs were not great, but then she really turned it around. So I'm not. That's how you take back feet You take feedback. That's how you do it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, So basically, Robin decides to try to call Karen out for lying, allegedly, and says, oh, you know, I thought you guys were in a good place, but obviously you're not. Girl, like, I just don't care. But Giselle says that there's no possible way that Sharice could have been clout chasing about going to the funeral because it was four hours away. The cameras weren't there. So that's case in point that Sharice had good intentions. Okay, well... I still don't fuck with her, so, <laughs> like, that's it. I don't, I just don't get this. And I would have, like, really gone off on Robin and Giselle's out for me, personally. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Exactly. <laughs> so, Karen calls out Sharice for being known around Potomac for talking shit about people, trying to bust up marriages by um, gossiping about them. And Sharice goes totally scorched earth by saying, oh, Karen, well, you've got people in your life that you don't speak to anymore and they don't really have nice things to say about you. But do I talk about how um, you were in rehab and they got you out of rehab and all that stuff? What?
1: Okay, okay, so do you believe that Karen went to rehab?
0: Okay, so I did see somebody tweet that Karen admitted to having a DUI. So possibly, I- Huh, I Karen had a DUI? Yeah, I don't, that was just based on a single tweet I saw. So, and I don't even know who said it. So I don't know. I didn't confirm that. But. Well, I could
1: only see the way that Karen would end up in a rehab court ordered, right? Like she's just not from a generation where they right. like accept that they have issues. Like, I just don't see a world where Agreed. that happens. Like we know that Robin has brought it up about how like Karen gets drunk and just starts calling them to talk shit. Mm-hmm. How can I get on the rotation for that? I will answer Karen at any time.
0: Right? <laughs> right. I picture it like remember when Larsa stopped being, or rather, than the Kardashians <laughs> started being friends with Larsa, and she did that interview where she said that the reason why is because Kanye would just call her at the middle of the night, like, <laughs> and, <laughs> waving, and eventually she put him on do not disturb, and he figured it out, and that's why they weren't friends anymore. <laughs> that's I'm like I would never put Karen on do not disturb. Like if she hits my line between uh, nine thirty and seven
1: in the morning I'm answering it immediately absolutely like I want to know what she's and you know that she skits to talking about her little boyfriends yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) absolutely she's definitely talking about how horny she is a lot of sex talk and it's weird but I'm gonna listen I'm gonna listen Oh, God. So Karen fully denies that she went to rehab, but Cherise says that she's got mutual friends, Karen and Potomac, that Karen was in rehab in Florida, that these friends flew down to Florida, busted her out of there, and then went partying afterwards. Okay. (laughs) So then Karen says, you know what? Nobody's been to rehab, and since we're going to be doing this, I can't even go to Safeway because of you anymore. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and man, that, was, that took me out. <laughs> like, Why are you going to Safeway? Who goes
0: to Safeway? Let's unpack that. What is the Safeway story? I need to tweet Andy <laughs> and ask that question. At Andy, Kara from New York wants to know what the Safeway story is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. um So, yeah, Karen calls Charisse dusty and dated, and frankly, so does the rest of America. So, right.
1: No lies, detective.
0: (laughs) Um, They start talking about like the rumors of Karen and this man or whether or not she wants to date a new man. Candace is like, I want no parts of it. But of course she had all the parts of it earlier in the season. So we got to do that flashback. Um, And yeah, I mean, basically, I don't know. They were just like, it was a mess. It was a mess. At some point, I think Giselle goes, I don't feel like that shaman worked, or ramen. Robin's like, did the shaman work? I don't think it worked. <laughs> Ashley, of course, tries to like make it light and bright and be like, oh, you know, I actually think it did work, you know uh resolution's not always pretty sometimes it gets a little bit gritty sometimes we have to go walk through the fire and Giselle's like you know what I'm with you I think that too I'm rocking with you um you know things were communicated it was loud but things were communicated and I see a rainbow between you two Giselle there's Karen and and Sharice actually goes I see it too it's in the distance actually I can't see it but I know it's there (laughs) (laughs) not seeing it yet but yes (laughs) Um, so Candace switches the topic to Mia versus Jacqueline. And Jacqueline's like, you know, I think we just need to have a one-on-one conversation without y'all, which everybody agrees because who wants to sit and have them have them talk at each other? Like, can I finish my taco? Please, <laughs> <laughs> without a fight. Um, so Mia says in a confessional that at this point, she's really tired. She just wants to be on an adult girls trip. So we get 30 minutes later The rest of them are in the hotel lobby. Candace is trying to teach people the choreo to drive back. And Giselle and, excuse me, Mia and Jacqueline go to the room together. So Jacqueline says, okay, well, what went down was unacceptable. And Mia's like, well, what part? What are you talking about? So then Jacqueline says, well, the part about you saying that I don't have any friends, Like, I understand that you're upset, but you know, we had our little thing before we got on this trip, and I get that, but... For you to, to take it to this level and make an accusation, like I felt like you were insinuating that the married man that I was sleeping with was Gordon. And at this point, I'm like, Jacqueline, you're playing, you're playing yourself right now. Like, you might want to talk about the not cheating parts. <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> sort of seems like you did. And for you to just be like, I'm upset because you were insinuating it was Gordon. Uh, first of all, Mia didn't do that. So what's good like I have to give Mia a little bit of credit but she didn't say Gordon nobody was talking about Gordon thank God (laughs) (laughs) so I mean I just don't understand like what the deal is she's like you know I I just think it's disgusting that you would say that so Mia is like okay I I see we're not having a a good productive conversation here um Jacqueline I'm trying to help you out and you're not taking it. So I'm going to have to go. So, you know, Jacqueline's just like, well, you're a liar. I've never slept with anybody. Did you believe her?
1: Of course not. <laughs> but then and that's why I was like, was she, was she at the, the ball gown strip club too? working? Mm-hmm. Like, were they side by side sleeping with married men? Like, mm-hmm. I need to know more about who Jacqueline is. Like, I have no context to, to know anything about the situation. Like, so I'm like.
0: we're gonna fight about it
1: i need you to like show us pictures name names like make it more interesting for us
0: but did you see those tweets that mia tweeted last week about like the ethics of cheating because i think she no (laughs) i think she was trying to tell more of the story but she basically was like well here's a question would you consider cheating if people are legally separated and somebody starts a relationship with somebody else would you consider that cheating and I personally would not because you've made the formal steps to break up with them right so if that's all of Mia's defense against Jacqueline that I'm kind of on Jacqueline's side that's not like that's not that deep to me personally
1: at and all It really
0: shouldn't be that deep to me Um, uh, uh, miss I fucked Gordon while he was married on a beach
1: in front of everybody right and at that point you were his favorite strip stripper for years right
0: while he was married
1: so what are you even talking about Mia's so everything Mia says like it stresses me out like it makes me dizzy none of it makes sense because
0: it's like okay you are fine with having slept with a married man but you want to call your friend out for it like it's disgusting or morally reprehensible it can't be both if she's in the gutter then so are you so what are we doing it doesn't make sense to me Mia's got to find something else i think she and gordon maybe need to go on like uh celebrity marriage boot camp i think that might be a better fit for them at this point right
1: i feel like they're giving more vh1 yeah <laughs> um yeah
0: she she really arcs me so the next morning ashley's planning some yoga thing nobody really wants to do it but can we just talk about candace's beach outfit because
1: i loved it Black. loved it that bathing suit she's so tiny tiny and her ass is like a peach oh. and just everything is just so
0: like tight and just cute yeah, she's so cute and the the bathing suit was so cute and the big hat and the Saint Laurent beach bag like yes yes this is what I want to see
1: <laughs> but I loved it
0: um so me and Jacqueline go to yoga but they're not talking to each other still at this point and, Mia says in a confessional, you know, Jacqueline and I's fights are usually pretty surface, but when you involve other people, things change. And I'm like, yeah, that's, you should have known that when you brought her on the show, Mia. Right. (laughs) Mia, Mia. (laughs) You brand new information, girl. So then Jacqueline says, you know, when Mia was younger, she was a lot more down to earth, but now she just wants to be this boss and talk about how many businesses she has. And like, it's just, I can't trust her at this point. So, and we've all seen that with our own eyes, so. A thousand percent. And now Mia, Mia's going to have to sit at that uh, reunion stage and explain, um, how many businesses do you have at this point, Mia? Any? Because
1: he, <laughs> he's like don't. <"No." laughs> uh, how did that
0: work out? I just
1: <laughs> thinking about her coming on Instagram to tell us that she didn't know where her next meal was coming from. Right. No, Knowing that we're about to watch a season where she calls- Wendy a broke bitch. Right. And just making fun of Wendy's finances. Like
0: right. Girl. She she
1: knew that was to come.
0: Exactly. Like you, you, it's yeah, no surprise. It's not like you did this right before the season started filming. You knew you knew everything that happened. And you still said that. Shit.
1: <laughs> wow. To be a I mean man. last week they just told us they got kicked out of the, their house, the house that they were renting that they put all this of their own money into, which is still insane to me. Wait, did they? Yeah. completely. Oh yeah, they're back in the penthouse. Oh my God, girl. <laughs> girl. It's so embarrassing, that's what I'm saying. It's like, girl, like if you're putting on the facade, you have to keep the facade up. This is not other people coming online to tell us. This is her. Like, she wrote a whole message about, you know, sometimes life will humble you or something. Man, it sure the fuck did, didn't it? It sure (laughs) did. Wow.
0: Okay, girl. Girl. Okay. So, okay. That's so funny. No, it's (laughs) that. I I feel for the babies, but like, girl, come on. (laughs) (laughs) okay so then karen and candace start talking strategy like how can we turn this trip around so that we can actually have fun so um candace is like how's your hand by the way i heard there was a lot of there was a lot of table banging last night and karen's like i i wasn't banging any tables i saw the tables being banged i do not i I don't know what you're talking about so (laughs) so then you know karen's like i just feel like In that time, last night, Sharice actually proved why I can't be a friend with her and why I can't trust her. So, but on the other hand, like we have friends in the same circle so I can be cordial to her, which I think is all that we need to say. We should have just left it at that. But of course, green eyes, we could not. So Ashley makes us big to do about the, like the ladies, like, you know, I I don't know. I don't want to talk about this yoga thing, honestly. (laughs) Because Mia said the grossest thing, which is that she's just feeling a lot of the movement and the gyrating. And because Daddy G won't let me use my (laughs) vibrator.
1: The Daddy G of it all is just curl.
0: (laughs) The fact that she used Daddy G and vibrator in the same sentence, never.
1: Please, Mia, seek help.
0: Never again. And like, I can't... Gordon is so nasty to me,
1: (laughs) you know what I mean? He's just so, ugh, so slimy. I keep thinking about when he was drunk at that trip they took. If I was me, I would have never come back on TV. When he was uh, using his pool stick as a penis. (laughs) It was all so cringy and embarrassing, like.
0: Oh my God. I'm mad at you for reminding me of that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, <laughs> Every time I see him, that's all I can think about.
0: And now I'm gonna be cursed with it too. You just, you just did me like the, <laughs> the ring. You brought it up. and Now it's my turn. <laughs> so, um, all the ladies join up after yoga, and Sharice is still like huffing, huffing, and puffing. Oh uh, yeah, I don't like Karen. You know, uh, you know, whatever. I hope I don't end up in a prison in Mexico because of it. Girl, you're not putting your hands on anybody. Okay. Shut up. Oh, shut up. <laughs> so then the ladies go to the cenote um and on the way karen's like oh um what happened to your veil the bridal veil that i got you that said bride-to-be what happened to that even though you told me what happened to it robin and so robin's like you know what happened i i it went away it blew away so karen's like okay so um did you show it to juan before it blew away in the wind what did you think did he, did he set a date for you in that moment at all anything <laughs> so Rob says that yeah they do in fact have a date she's not telling them nobody's coming nobody's invited Ugh. so Karen goes well how am I going to send you a gift <laughs> <laughs> Rob is like I don't need any gifts just love and well wishes you know for the future so in a confessional Karen goes shut up you just picked out a wedding date, but you don't know you don't want us to know anything about it keep it to yourself okay girl okay <laughs> in the interest of fairness, it is almost as petty that Karen keeps talking about this wedding not happening, but I'm, it's funny. It's funny to me. That's that's a hypocrisy of me. I have
1: to- But say. I just want the women to like stop asking. Every time Robin starts talking about the wedding, it makes me so uncomfortable. Exactly. Like, I, exactly, but it's the way she's lying. I'm just like, girl, because even at the table, um, when well, she said, you know, I think I don't even want to wear me. And you see, oh, Giselle. I think it's Candace. Candace. says, oh, dear. And Giselle's <laughs> head goes down.
0: <laughs> Giselle couldn't even make eye contact.
1: Like, it's getting weird. It's getting That's weird. That's how I feel. Like, it makes me embarrassed. Like, I'm so embarrassed for her. I'm like, just stop. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's sad. It's Yeah, it is sad to have to watch somebody lie in real time.
1: You know, it is. It is. <laughs> So- Especially because it's like you like the marriage for Robin is such a like it's the only place where Robin to me is she's beautiful she's funny she cool. I I genuinely used to really enjoy Robin mm-hmm. right like I was never one of those people like I like a a really chill woman on TV me too you know because you know, like candy I candy. wish right I wish I was like a Larsa you know very like never spoken but unfortunately mm-hmm. I'm like a Gertie you know. <laughs> I love a, just the Robin, a lazy, like a slow paced, chill woman. I really enjoy that. Yeah. But the marriage thing just makes her look so lame. Cause it's like, just say, if, if it's that you don't want to marry this man, just say that. Right. Just, it just feels like we're not getting the truth. And
0: like, I don't think anybody really cares about this wedding, but it's just the fact that you're like, oh,
1: like being so elusive about it, it makes you sound sketchy. And then it's like, okay, so when you guys set that date, date talking about 40 days away, right? She right. knew good and damn well they were not going to get married in 40 days. We
0: all did. So why did you do that? <laughs> why would you do that?
1: I don't, under, like, it's what I'm just not understanding. Like, why have your kids start trying on suits, getting measured for custom suits, knowing good and damn well that this wedding is not happening?
0: Right you're buying new Jordans for them every other week because they're growing a half an inch and you really (laughs) think these suits are gonna like, how is the measuring of the suits the most first thing on the docket? What are you talking about? Girl, come on, find a venue. What do you mean? (laughs) So, okay, I was really like cracking up. They can't play this fake white Lotus music. Um, Everybody goes in the water except for Charisse, of course. you know, everybody's getting bit up by mosquitoes. And I, the reason why I love this show is the little things that they keep in there because eventually they go to lunch and they're going down the line because it's like a you know buffet style. <laughs> Karen tells the people behind the counter, um, I'll just have the beef fajitas, not the chicken because that's a dirty bird. I'm still not doing the dirty bird. Like they don't know what the dirty <laughs> bird is, girl. <laughs> and then I don't know if you heard this when Ashley sat down, she's like, oh, I'm going to sit in the sun because you know, that's the only D I'm getting these days. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't um, hear that part <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that was a good one so ashley asked a very stupid question of oh did the the shaman and the cenote uh, hail everything knowing damn well that it didn't and you gotta <laughs> be your own with candace sitting right across from you so you know it isn't so <laughs> karen decides to ask candace how are you and ashley doing so you know karen says I'm just asking because y'all's latest fight happened or it started at my uh, live show. And so Ashley, I'm just wondering if you regret bringing Deborah the Grouch there to confront Candace. So she's like, Ashley's like, you know, I just came from a place of, you know, if I wanted to know, if, I, if there are rumors happening about me, then I would want to know and I would want to meet that person. And so what do you think about that? Come on. Her, we're
1: here you like girl girl first off the deborah i'm so mad at ashley for that mm-hmm. so mad at ashley for that first off it was like the show is like you know we're gonna try to give you all the isms we can get right like like mm-hmm. lots of classism season one slash colorism then they introduce Deborah so they can give you like good old-fashioned texturism. Because you know, when Deborah was looks in the mirror, she thinks she looks like April Jones. <laughs> because like she just kept flipping that hair back and forth. Like beautiful hair does not equate to a beautiful girl. Calm down. Uh-huh. Yep. And then because she did all this lying on TV, I've been catching strays ever since. Okay, right. like everyone keeps talking about the big eyebrow girls. Right. And you know, <laughs> I have a very thick brow, so I'm catching strays because of Deborah. What do you say fuck me for? No, I wouldn't be like, <laughs> <laughs> um I just like, like I, I keep seeing posts and people are like, and those thick ass eyebrows. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> what, let's, not too much on the eyebrows, okay? The eyebrows <laughs> are not the issue. Right. <laughs>
0: um, that's so funny. Um i saw a tiktok that was like you know what deborah's gotta beat ashley's ass because you know what why did you bring me on tv to do all this and now i look goofy everybody's calling me a muppet everything but a muppet of god and now i'm being embarrassed and being called a liar like you gotta put hands on her at this point that's not cool that's not cool and this ashley like i only have good intentions bullshit bullshit because we saw in that flashback where she's like oh the pendulum's swinging the other way you don't like that huh Okay, but you just have pure
1: intentions. Um, But I love the way that Candace handled it, right? Like we all know you're, she's lying, obviously, but I like that Candace took it to a place of like, you know, I think your past trauma in your relationship is, you know what I mean? I love the way she handled that. Because it was like, if we're going to do fake concern, I'm going to give you a read in my fake concern. Girl, I'm telling, I thought that was the read
0: of probably a couple years that I've heard a long time because it is so good. She says, you know, I think a lot of the way that you feel about relationships is because of the relationships that you're out of now. And it has toxic notes and trust issues. So my hope for you, Ashley, honestly, is that you receive a relationship where you don't have to feel like, I need to know a bitch is talking about my man. That's not what it should feel like. And, you know, I don't need to do that because I know my man. And Wendy chimes in and goes, period. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy's good for a my man, my 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 man moment. She really is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, then um, she's like, uh, yeah. So then Ashley's like, well, yeah, I will admit that there have been tough times in my marriage. Like um, people on my, the production of the, job that i have writing sworn affidavits about uh, my husband touching people's butts or um him uh slithering off to a hotel room with some lady just because he was too drunk please in australia there's no such thing as too drunk with australian men okay they all know what <laughs> i'll tell you that right now <laughs> not, possible. <laughs> not possible um so yeah i mean why Ashley would even do this is beyond me. Like, I don't really,
1: she's just messy. She's just messy. It sucks because like, even from the night before, whenever you see Ashley and her together, like Ashley, Candace and Wendy, like they have fun together. Like yeah. watching them dance. I was really enjoying that. You know, they like really, yeah. Candace they was connected. singing her song and like Wendy and Ashley were doing backup.
0: Yeah. Like they have it. And Wendy said, like, I'm with you guys. Y'all are great together. I just think there's so much hurt from what happened in the past that y'all aren't willing to let it go. And you really need to move forward. Um, I'm a bitch who uh, has a difficult time moving forward. If you have crossed me, <laughs> <That's laughs> kind of it for me. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I appreciate Wendy saying that. Certainly if I were Candace, it wouldn't be me. But
1: I appreciate I'm it. I'm hopeful though. And I honestly feel like just from the interviews they've been doing outside of the show, mm-hmm. I think that like Wendy can be a bridge here. Yeah. that This might be solved. I really do think they might be able to let it go because I know in real time, Ashley has been saying very positive things about Wendy. Mm. Right. So I feel like there's a real friendship there growing as she's been talking a lot about how Wendy's been treated unfairly. hmm. Yep, uh, yeah. Right, so there's like a real friendship building there. I see right. it. And like, I do think that with, Can- like Candace has really been, her, she, it's Giselle, 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 Giselle in the interviews, right? Like I haven't mm-hmm. heard her say too much about Ashley. Mm-hmm. So I That's think next fourth, season, I, and if Ashley could just be smart, like just let it go. Let it go <laughs> and let's please be friends with Candace for the sake of the show. Right.
0: Yeah, and Candace is just uh, adopting a policy of, if you fuck with me, I'm just gonna talk about your forehead again and I'll keep pushing, you know? But I think we can break the chain from that, I do. I agree with you. (laughs) And I am hopeful because that would really be the dream team for me. And we have to say like the best moment People say that Wendy's like not really a factor or whatever, but the best moments have come because of Wendy. Like when they were slithering out of that studio after mm-hmm. hanging out a year, I'm like, that's a, one of the best moments of Housewives history. I loved
1: it. <laughs> so. I think it's so weird that people are like, Wendy's too serious. Wendy's not fun. Wendy. It makes no sense to me because I'm like, it's just because she's always like on the defensive so she's forced into these situations but the girl gives fun to me right right? like even like when you're seeing her and Ashley like their little side conversations are cute when Ashley was asking her how many tattoos she had and she's like I have six like Mm -hmm. yeah
0: there's something in there yeah I would I wish that people would ease up on Wendy and just allow her to be fun because i think she came out kind of like on the defensive and kind of like you know i am a businesswoman i've got my 17 degrees this is who i am i'm actually a boss bitch who actually has jobs plural and people don't take them away from me okay and so uh yeah and then i think like after that like she's just been so on the defensive since then that yeah we haven't really gotten to see full bloom wendy and i'm ready for it and i think you're right. If Candace and Ashley and Wendy can form a dream team, I think we got something real good here. For mm-hmm. sure. I do. Um, especially against taking it straight to
1: prayer hands, Mary Cosby, where are you at?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have to say, quiet and cabs that every person that Mary uh, put Jesus up against has fallen. Every single one of them. You can I say mean... <laughs> And you got to check the records. That's all I'm saying. She's she's three and oh. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. Um, Okay, so then, yeah, Ashley says, she admits to Candace, you know, maybe I'm coming for you because I harbor a little bit of resentment um, from the past and you being insensitive towards difficult times in my life. And so we see the flashback where Candace is talking to uh, uh, Giselle a few seasons Mm -hmm. ago and they're talking about Monique's rainbow baby party and how she had everybody come up and speak if they wanted to and Ashley talked about her miscarriage and Candace was basically like she was fronting getting in the microphone faking the funk and so Ashley tells Candace you know I just would have thought that at this point now that you're going through your own journey that you would have come to me and said oh I'm so sorry for what I did to you And Giselle does this thing that irks the shit out of me. She'll play peanut gallery and be like, yeah, you're right. She's right about that. Shut up. She was like, that's fair. No, it's not. You're not fair. Right. (laughs) She, oh, she really, I hate when she does that. I really, really do. Um, I also don't know.
1: Do you think that's fair? So the missing context in that is that like the reason why like, Uh, Candace felt that way about her bringing up the miscarriage is because prior to that she said Monique had a miscarriage because she was drinking right right and now she's at Monique's prayer at the at Monique's um rainbow baby party right and is being like simple wanting sympathy on her miscarriage Right. Not saying that Candace was right, but it was the tone at the time was just like, girl, Ashley, like, not after all you just did to Monique with her miscarriage. Correct. And let the record reflect that that was the party that Michael groped a cat, a
0: production member at. So, <laughs> you know, remember, right. Remember, they were also like, Michael went away for a long time and we didn't know where he went.
1: And that was, and I remember Candace making the jokes about like, your wife was crying and you were grabbing ass. Right. <laughs> So like, where was Michael to console Ashley while she was crying about (laughs) marriage? Right. Oh my
0: God. So yeah, they start talking about moving forward. But speaking of moving forward, um, Sharice is not ready to do that. So we see her at the bar with Ashley. Ashley's playing two sides of the fence again. She's like, you know, Sharice, I was actually really proud of you for um sticking up to Karen. So Sharice says in a confessional, she's always personally felt like karen doesn't know how to be a genuine friend to everybody but she was hoping that she could help her from that but she was wrong okay karen didn't want your help though so there you go that that's that on that
1: um like i I don't know for sharice like what does she feel like this sounds like right like It just sounds like you're begging for someone's friendship who has said they don't want your friendship. Like, I don't understand what the argument is here. Like, I'm allowed to say I don't want to be your friend. Like, what are we doing? Exactly. And then she really fucked up by saying that all Karen did
0: with regard to her parents passing was send her a text message that said, sorry for your loss. And that's That's it. So if anybody wants to go to official Karen Huger Instagram to see her pinned tweet um, (laughs) or she sent a screenshot of that, it's available. But if not, I'll just tell you what Karen said. So she says, um, Sharice, my family and I want to extend our condolences on the passing of your father. Know that God is in charge and he is at rest. If there's anything I can do, please let me know. When time permits, I would like to address where flowers are being received. If there's a charity you would like us to donate in memory of, please advise. Again, both you and your family are in my thoughts or prayers. Love, Karen. And then Charisse responded, thank you, Karen. Your kindness and thoughtful words mean a lot during this difficult time. So Charisse actually was repeating what she said to Karen. And (laughs) yeah, so... (laughs) so that's that on that um yeah I mean why would she y'all the receipts are right there why would you even say that because you Uh, know that Therese probably had to look back and was like oh yeah that's all she said but you know that's not what she said girl so you played yourself on that one
1: selling a little or a lot Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Since 2013,
0: Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness.
1: Once, Once like, again, embarrassing, Cherise.
0: And aren't you? Isn't that enough? And every time I see her, her sweet daughter on TikTok, I'm just like, her daughter looks just like her. By the way,
1: just like her. What is her daughter doing on TikTok? I've never um, seen this. She
0: is. A lot of the TikToks that I see involve Sharice and like voiceovers about like, oh, my mom is fabulous.
1: And I lie. Is- so yeah. she's on there lying. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, like mother, like daughter. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm checking, I I really actually, do you follow Raven, Karen's daughter? Oh, because
1: she- I love Raven. You understand like Raven and Sonia Morgan's daughter. That is like yeah. my... Um,
0: yeah, I love it. <laughs> Those are my girls because they're living their best life and not minding anybody's business. And actually, I want to just segue for a second um, because I guess Ramona did a um, some sort of business Zoom call. <laughs> okay. I'm not really sure what it was, but it was like talking to people in business. And y'all, the TikTok clips are all over because people were screen recording at one point of course Ramona can't figure out the tech of it right so Avery's there Avery's trying to figure out the tech she can't figure it out at one point she and Avery get into a fight (laughs) (laughs) or yelling at each other (laughs) and you could see the people up at the top just laughing or trying not to laugh at Ramona and everything that's going on It's, it's so embarrassing so check that out as soon as you guys finish with this but um yeah. I love Raven. I want her on summer house. Cause she was at the summer house a couple seasons ago.
1: Okay. That would make so much sense. Right? I would love that. Yes. But she's very young. I don't she's think she's She's not 21 yet. Right. I think she might be, no, she's like out of
0: college. I think she's like, Oh, is she?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought she was like 20 or something. Yeah. That'd be perfect. Cause yeah. I love seeing her on her little boats with her little white boyfriends. Right? <laughs> like
0: I feel like she and Paige would get along
1: in a very tiny know. bikini. I love it.
0: Yeah, she's like- That's one of my I mean, biggest
1: regrets about my youth is that I didn't wear one of those super, super tiny bikinis <laughs> when I had the chance.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yes. yes. Raven, <laughs> Raven is like an aesthetic girl. She is like very like, I'm going to give you a picture of me holding like flowers in a in a grocery store somewhere. And like, she just gives. I, I love it. She's like my own daughter. I love what she's doing. I don't really- I, I, I watch
1: her with pride. Yeah. It's also the same way I feel about- um. Malia.
0: Oh yes. Yes.
1: The same vibe. Like yes. I'm just so proud of them. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm
0: with you on that one.
1: Um,
0: yeah. Somebody said the other day, like if Malia was not an Obama, she would be that girl so hard on social media. It's, 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 it's like the Obama to... name is actually holding her back. Yeah. <laughs> from her full potential as a bad bitch yeah too bad her dad was president now she really can't <laughs> <laughs> poor, thing. poor thing the most popular president in history. It must be terrible for her but anyway um so the ladies go to dinner and both ashley and wendy try to pin down robin on when or if she's getting married so robin's like well um you know like i don't really want to have like a wedding you know anymore like a like a traditional wedding i just i don't but it huh, look over there, (laughs) what? (laughs) Yeah, like I said, Giselle's looking down. Candace is like, oh God, no, not this again, please. The oh dear from Candace. (laughs) 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 This this killed me. So Robin says, you know, when that tailor came over to fit the boys for their suits, we didn't have a date, but we realized that we're going to Jamaica for, I guess, Juan's brother, her brother-in-law's, wedding and so they have decided that the day after this wedding just the four of them are going to go down and get secretly married
1: like girl you can't you, you can't get married at other people's weddings like who raised Sheena? you Robin Sheena and Brock what are we doing here <laughs> remember they tried
0: to pull that shit last season <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh my god like yeah to me it's just I don't to, to me it's just tacky like, I'm trying to figure if I was the bride or if I was in the situation,
1: I wouldn't be upset. I would almost be embarrassed
0: that you, like... Yeah, so, like, I, my
1: crazy. cousin was trying to get engaged um, during my wedding. Oh, no. My brother was having, like, a full-scale, like, <laughs> he was like, yo, this is insane. You cannot do this. For me, it was more just, like, cringy. You know, I'm just, yeah. like, like, now I'm associated with this. You know, really? like... I was just like, come on, you should know better. Yeah. And I'm also like, I'm about to
0: say something embarrassing, which is that I come from a history of 19 kids accounting watching, which like once those (laughs) kids started getting married, it was like everybody, somebody would get proposed at the reception and it was a big deal. And then somebody else was proposing at some other person's moment. And to me, like the whole thing is just like very cringy and tacky.
1: Very. So... Um yeah, I, okay, okay.
0: And I don't even like when you. guys, this is like not
1: even related, but I want it to be a message of <laughs> when guys propose to girls at their graduations, don't Thank do that. You. Don't do it. Please don't do it. I never at a
0: graduation, at uh yeah, any any sort of life moment for her, don't take it away by putting a ring on it. Don't do that. Please let her have her day. Exactly. Let her have her day um because i'm not trying to get married in some grad or engaged in some graduation gown the most shapeless piece of fabric that ever existed no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> come on um so anyway um yeah so if they get the uh people's reaction to it of course karen's like it's been seven years you don't want your mama and your daddy there candace is just grateful praise the lord Praise the Lord, all the marital saints <laughs> and angels. You know, I wish I had some rest. Can I throw peanuts right now? No. Okay. <laughs> Ashley thinks it's a great thing. She's like, you know, I'm it's good. It's efficient. But what I don't support is why can nobody else be there? So then we get back to Karen and goes, why, Robin? Why don't you want to get married? Because your ass ain't getting married. <laughs> 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 oh, Lord. So for whatever reason. Giselle decides to just ruin the mood again by saying, you know, what happened between Sharice and Karen? It just didn't sit well with me. Okay, well, okay. <laughs> like, who cares? Why is this your thing? This is not your thing. I don't care. I don't care that you're personally invested in in me being friends with her. That's your problem. Hey. That's the responsibility that you put on yourself, girl. Not my issue. Um, then she's like, I feel like Sharice's character was completely assassinated. And I don't know her to be a family destroyer. Okay. Again, (laughs) what do you want us to do with that? Do you know Karen to be? I I mean, okay. So you don't, you like her. Great. Not everybody else has to. And I don't think her character was assassinated. Mostly because I don't think anybody's checking for Sharice.
1: And that's the thing. I was like, nobody who was listening to that fight heard it. Or cared. No, not a single care.
0: So she's like, you know, I just know Sharice to be honest and amazing. Um
1: and so And this is said, when I was like, okay, so is is she paying them? Right. Right. Let me check your Zelle
0: and see what's going on here. Like when she um, said amazing, I was like, okay, like you are laying it on very things. Right. right. So then Giselle says the corniest, goofiest thing I've ever heard in my life. This 50 50-year-old 50 woman says, <sighs> clearly, if there's going to be a Queen of Potomac, this is Charisse. What? Are we really having this conversation? <laughs> How did we even get here? How did we Where did we go from you assassinated Charisse's character to she's the queen of Potomac? Okay, you can be, but you don't have to be the queen of Potomac on the show. Also, there's no queens here. What are we talking? (laughs)
1: Like, it's so embarrassing and cringe, especially because it's like, okay, the grand dame. like none of us think that Karen is the queen of Potomac. Nobody. Right, because we know that like royalty doesn't exist here. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you don't need to set the record straight. Right.
0: So here's my other thing. Do you remember like in old episodes, um, the Cindy Barshop season of New York, where Sonia tells her, oh god was it Ramona like you need to bow down to Ramona because there's a hierarchy here and Cindy's just looking at her with her big teeth like what are you Mm -hmm. talking about it's giving the same thing like nobody's talking about rankings where did we even how did we even get here so Karen just looks at Giselle and says because this involves me stop enough is enough it's deaded so then Giselle really starts to get annoyed. It's like, well, what? I can't share my thoughts. And Karen's like, you can, I receive it, but it's over. <laughs> so then Giselle says, well, you know, I'm allowed to have an opinion because I was there and, you know, at, at the, when you guys were fighting and and you're not allowed to shut down the conversation. She absolutely is because you're talking about her. So she doesn't What's want to stop clicking.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I No, I'm not literally not forced to have a conversation with you that's not how this works at all at all so then goofy ass robin takes the wheel it's like karen um in this group we're all held to the fire for the things that we do What has <laughs> giselle been held to the fire for do you have an answer what is what is robin uh... what are they talking about pull up some examples here so then Karen says, well, I'm done with this. And Robin says, well, we're not done. And Karen goes, well, that's fine, but you're going to be talking to yourself. <laughs> and so Robin tries to say, well, you know, the way you acted last night was, you know, it wasn't good. And, you know, that's not how you purport yourself to be. The behavior was different from how you present yourself to be. And, and you tried to flip a sincere gesture of trying to support, of Sharice trying to support you in your time of grief. I just don't know what they're mad about. You're mad because Sharice doesn't want to talk to her. She doesn't want to be friends, or Karen doesn't want to be friends with Sharice. Now you're mad because Karen's not recognizing Sharice is the queen of Potomac. You're also mad at her because Karen acted out of character from what you're used to or how Karen presents herself. Um, what is, can you explain to me? Because I, I I'm not getting it.
1: I absolutely cannot.
0: I do not get it. And then she goes on to say that Karen knows how to deflect from the real issues and conversations. And she puts shields up like, uh, you, you don't want to talk about things like your husband and your marriage and your kids. Like none of y'all do. That's like the first rule of fight club. Keep my kids out of your mouth. Keep my husband out of your mouth. Like this is not abnormal. Like nobody
1: wants that. What are you talking about?
0: I was so embarrassed for her. Like, what are you talking about? I don't understand. Yeah, she has a boundary about not talking shit about uh, uh, Ray. Wow. Oh, no. <laughs> like, all of you do. You would, too, if you had a husband. <laughs> so there you go. Um, so then Charisse goes on to say she lost three brothers and her mother before she joined this group. So now we're, like, kind of breaking the fourth wall. And so then she lost her father and I think her sister during COVID or, you know, 2020. So I know what grief is and, you know, I would never deny somebody who's being uh, kind to me in my moment of grief, meaning, uh, Karen, you're shutting me down, but I was there again for you in your, when your mother passed, but then she goes, I worked my ass off to get this group together in the first place. And again, what does what you just said have to do with that?
1: Exactly you.
0: <laughs> well, I'm not seeing the connections at all. So Karen goes, yeah, you did a great job of getting the girls together. But to be clear, I wasn't on your list. And Sharice goes, yeah, I didn't know you. And Karen goes, okay, well, there we go. <laughs> like, We're only friends because of the show. Giselle was acting like there was some great history between the three of them all these years ago, but that didn't really exist. They were friends on the show. Uh, Charisse talked out of the side of her mouth about Mr. Blue Eyes and that was it. So we're really talking about maybe a year and a half of a friendship. That Giselle's dusting up her wig over. For what? Hey. And why is Robin even in this? <laughs> I don't know. Um, crazy. So Charisse goes, yeah, you should thank God for me, Karen, because you sat at my table and somebody thought you were my friend and recommended you. That's how you got here.
1: I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I was like, "Say more."
0: I would like to know more about that, but it also doesn't really change anything for me, right? <laughs> it doesn't make it. And also, what Sharice was forming is not the show that we have today. This was a show about philanthropy and all your charitable works, but that's not what the show is. It was like. literally about
1: a J- Jack and Jill right show, like
0: so. <laughs> your show did not even pop off really <laughs> technically so what does it matter um so then robin like you know i feel like karen doesn't want to act like sharice is the one who got everybody together and you know when sharice is really the the true philanthropist and the true socialite of potomac who gives a fuck <laughs> so then robin says well i call like i see it and you know you don't want uh, Charisse around. And one day people are gonna see you for who you are. We already see it because uh, no, um, this is me. Sorry, we already see it because Karen doesn't like Charisse. Like, right? I, I don't feel like Karen's faking the funk here. I think she's been extremely clear this entire time. Um, okay. Like they keep telling
1: her to admit something that she is admitting, and I'm like, what? What? She she she's saying she doesn't like her. Right. It's being said.
0: <laughs> it's been said. And it will continue to be said until the end of the time. So Robin goes on to say, you know, uh Wimpton, one day people are gonna see you for who you see you for who you really are, which is a bullshitter. You dance around the truth and you try to fool people. One day it's gonna be up for you. Okay, Cardi. So then she's like, you know, you just don't want Sharice around. You're just trying to find a reason to be mean. Yeah but only because you forced her to <laughs> like she would have been perfectly fine ignoring Charisse but y'all keep trying to make it a thing so yeah maybe she's gonna be a little bit of an asshole now that's, hey, on y'all. <laughs> that's on y'all you did this yeah like this is not a bombshell that Karen does not want Charisse around everybody knows it very clear so then in a confessional Robin says you know, Charisse is a human being and whatever problem Karen has she's had every plenty of opportunities to address it why? Maybe, maybe we don't want to, cause she doesn't care. So. <laughs> and like,
1: this is finally like, okay, well you could go ahead. Cause I, you're about to, I think no, the next it's, thing it's, was.
0: If, if it's clear that she has not tried in the past, however many years to be friends with Cherise, then leave it be that, that's all you need to know. Like it, she doesn't care. That's why she has not said anything. You guys keep forcing this into a thing.
1: They're also arguing with themselves.
0: Right, right. So I showed you this clip of Karen. Did you watch it? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think this is a YouTube clip that Karen's like doing a get ready with me video, but she's talking about the dynamics between the women and why she thinks Giselle and Robin might be doing this and she basically said what did she say about Robin that like she's probably mad because I care because she
1: keeps um asking (laughs) pressing her about her fake marriage
0: yes yes because I keep asking her about Juan and I think basically she was saying that the girls are Karen and, and Giselle Robin and no what am I where am I Robin and Giselle keep going after Karen because of stuff that she said in the past. Like this is a concerted effort to go after her about this Sharice thing, basically, which she was completely, completely right. Um <clears throat> so Karen says in a confessional about Robin, you sound stupid. Shut up. I'm not gonna give you all the response that you want just because I, I just, you know, whatever. Like I'm a smart woman. I lean back. I wanted to see where Sharice's loyalties lie, and I respect that. I don't believe half the shit they're saying they don't believe it either like y'all are scared of Sharice because she's got some shit on you too so then Karen tells Robin okay that's your opinion I receive what you're saying but it's wrong and then Robin mumbles about how you know it's just the same old bullshit song and dance with with Karen (laughs) Robin keeps trying to make it seem like there's a Karen that we don't see behind the camera that she has just been like suffering through uh, like maybe there's some sort of diva behavior, but then she gets on camera and she's like a totally different person. And now everybody's going to see the truth. I don't think that's the case. I, I just
1: don't. But every t- thing that they bring up, we are seeing it. And that's the thing is that they think that the audience is not seen through Karen's delusions. We see it. We like yeah, them. We, we think it. it's funny. We're enjoying it. Like, yeah. I don't know what's not clicking. Like, we don't think that she's the actual grand dame of Potomac. We don't, we know that that's not a real thing. Great. Right. Exactly. Like, like
0: We're loving the camp aspect of it. We're not like really rocking with it. Like, I love Karen, but I also know, like, I don't even think she's delusional. I just think she's like, leaning into this character
1: of like the grand dame because she knows it works and it does. But we see that it's a character. I don't know what aspect that they think that like we aren't seeing, right? right. They're like the things that they say about their marriage. Like, I don't think that there's anyone who <clears throat> looks at them and there's like, that marriage is amazing and solid. Like, we, like, we, who cares we who just, who just don't care. <laughs>
0: We all yeah, we all know it's, it's just so stupid. Yeah, yeah, like Karen has been transparent about this, and I just find it hard to believe that there is some Karen that we're not seeing. I I personally just don't believe it. Um, so Candace chimes in and is like, oh no, so then Robin says, This really pissed me off. Uh like she says something about how. So, Robin says, Oh, God, Karen apologizes for like her actions. And Robin's like, Oh, so you can apologize to the group, but you can't apologize to the person one on one. And here's my other thing it's like, you have been beefing one sided with Wendy for how long now? For what reason? (laughs) And you want to call people hypocrites for like having a beef or something, but it's like, you're very hypocritical. We could be pointing the fingers to why you're so mad at Wendy to the point where you needed to like do Robin Dixon's own and record. Why, you know, like what, that doesn't make any more sense. To me, it actually makes less sense.
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) Wendy truly did not do anything to you. Truly. Um, So yeah, Candace at this point is like, oh, that's interesting that you would call her a hypocrite because Seems like somebody else in this group can apologize to everybody else except for the person that threw a margarita on. So we find out that uh, Mia in Miami did a group apology in the tech of the group chat, but took Wendy off of that chat. So (laughs) she apologized to everybody else about what conspired when she went off on Wendy, but not to Wendy.
1: Exactly.
0: Wild. Oh my God. So Mia says, Well, I guess. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to her right now. And so Wendy goes, are you sorry for assaulting somebody? And Mia goes, I didn't assault assault anybody. And Wendy goes, do you know the definition of assault? And Mia's goofy ass says, do you? (laughs) And so Wendy, the lawyer has to say, I do know the definition of assault. It's when you put your hands on somebody unauthorized and I didn't tell you to put your hands on me. So then Mia goes, well, do you know what the definition of defamation is again she's a lawyer that's like Wendy's not a lawyer
1: she's not Eddie's like, a lawyer no oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well whatever that's like a first week of law school I mean just law and order
1: like just watching law and order for all these years I got right. it
0: <laughs> <laughs> she was a lawyer yeah Eddie's the lawyer but whatever she knows what it what it means like Girl, come on, come on. We all know what defamation of character is. We all know what, what assault means. So,
1: um... but also what part like this, the way this conversation made me so dizzy when Mia tried to throw it on, like Mia was being homophobic. That's why you were so pressed about the um, her accusing Gordon quote unquote of sleeping with men.
0: Girl. And then her being
1: like, well, what's wrong with sleeping
0: with men? I mean, the goalpost moves all the time. So yeah, Mia now accuses Wendy of being homophobic because she said that Gordon was fucking other men, which is now what she said. So Mia's hemming it on about defamation of character, but Wendy's like, no, let's get into the sequence of events of when I said things before, like when you put hands on me and when I started talking cash shit about your family.
1: So right.
0: it was a before and after situation and you put your hands on me before. So Basically, Wendy's like, I hear you're going around telling everybody that I called Gordon gay, and I never once said that. So Mia says, well, you did say that he was sleeping with a man, but Wendy's like, I never called him gay. Like, I said that y'all pick out women and men to sleep with. So how did you know that when I said y'all are sleeping with women and men that I wasn't talking about you sleeping with men, (laughs) which is very fair, um she's like you're really jumping to conclusions so then mia says well i sense some foulness and it's 2022 what's wrong with being gay (laughs) there's nothing wrong with being gay you're making this the thing i didn't call anybody gay what are you talking about so then we see footage from uh the robin dixon zone and wendy says you guys sleep with men and women but again like it was such a general blanket statement. Like nobody has thought- It's anybody- also,
1: she could be sleeping with the men. Right.
0: Like, <laughs> nobody was calling Gordon gay and nobody thinks that Wendy's a homophobe anyway. So like, what? who cares? Even if you said, oh, Gordon's sleeping with men, Gordon sleeping with Peter, doesn't make her a homophobe for simply and truly
1: like that was my issue from the beginning of the fight with mia was like you are very much telling on yourself because you have admitted to every other aspect of this right that like you've seen like so the only thing like for you to get that angry and inflamed at the mere idea that the man that you've already admitted to that you guys sleep with uh, like he has slept with other people in this marriage the idea that it being a man you lost your mind
0: Right, like y'all have been very clear that you open it up. You guys like group sex. It wouldn't be shocking that there might be another man involved. And simply bring that up doesn't make anybody homophobic. It just means some of y'all, one of y'all slept with a man. Doesn't really matter who, and I don't think anybody cares. <laughs> the point is like y'all are freaking around, so you know it doesn't matter who's who's going into anybody's hole. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. Um yeah it's like crazy so Karen gets up so she can get out of the way for them because she didn't want any of that smoke again and uh really cracked me up I think she's shared a seat with uh with uh Candace but so Mia says well G and Peter have been friends for a decade which I don't know what that was supposed to do but um right uh so then Wendy says something like Oh, well then why were you like, you were talking about uh, sleeping. Oh, oh, excuse me. Why you can't say that they're friends because Peter told me that you guys weren't friends and he's not fucking with you because you fucked his girlfriend. (laughs) And so Mia had to be like, actually I fucked her first. So if anything, he's fucking my girlfriend. So in that order, (laughs) which I'm like, well, fair, (laughs) fair about that. But do you think that Mia and Peter have slept together?
1: I don't know. I don't think so because I feel like like again the way that their relationship is open is in the most like misogynistic, like patriarchal way. Like I don't feel like any of it is tailored to Mia's fun. So I don't think so.
0: Yeah, I don't think so either. I think that Mia does it because she doesn't want to sleep recording herself. So she's like, oh, if I can just sit here in the corner and like right. you know, get drunk and he can do his thing. You know that's fine with me, right? <laughs> I see that she's outsourcing. <laughs> this is a great situation for me. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, she keeps changing the story. Like it comes from like, oh, we were fucking, to oh, he went down on her, or they, she went down on him. And then what I'm really confused about is that girl still with Gordon's dick breath, dick on her breath, singing as Mia walks down the aisle. (laughs) I'm stuck on
1: that. Right, like, you don't think you guys could give the little kink of a break just for, like, your wedding, the night before your wedding? Can can I get, like, 24 hours of
0: fidelity? Or at least not have her singing at my wedding, you know? Right, everything feels too close. It's a little too close for comfort for me, which is why she's got all these problems with Jacqueline. Something about... (laughs) Do you think that Gordon and Jacqueline have hooked up?
1: I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. If they did, it was, that's again, maybe prior to him and Mia getting together, he was one of the strippers in the rotation. Mm -hmm. She did work at the ballroom slash strip club.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I I just don't see Mia keeping her that close. And still, I just don't see it. Mia's dumb, but she's not like that dumb.
0: She's not stupid. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: <laughs> um, so, yeah,
0: I mean, this is this is so wild to me. So Mia asked Wendy, like, oh, you know, basically, like, you're not being a good friend. And Wendy's like, you got your girlfriend of 30 years here, and you all just got a new fight. So you don't need to be talking to me about uh, friendship when it seems like you don't really even know what a friend is, frankly, so. Right. Um, a point was made. Uh, several, several. Um, so then, in a confessional, Candace goes, whew, child, you can take the hoe out of strip club, but you can't take the strip club out of the hoe. <laughs> no, let me not judge, because there's hoes everywhere. There's hoes in the Walmart, there's hoes in the bank. There's hoes with me at this table. So, <laughs> so then Wendy says that her issue is, After having an argument with Mia, like, Mia seemed to think it was warranted to have a margarita thrown at Wendy or a mojito or, you know, whatever your alcoholic beverage choice was. And Mia goes, okay, well, I'm sorry for throwing a drink at you. Now what? Now what? So she's like, let's talk about the real issue. And Wendy says, no, the real issue is that you threw a drink on me. Like, that's it. You've shown your character. (laughs) You've shown your character and your character is a gutter ass bitch. (laughs) Something about calling people gutter is so funny to me, and it's it's so rude. You know, it's so rude because
1: it's dirty down there. It's dirty. It's worse than calling someone trash, right? Like, because the gutter—it's the mix of trash and water, which is like ultimate disgust. Like, (laughs) straight. straight Oh my
0: god, stagnant because the trash gets (laughs) the trash. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So Mia claims that she apologized for throwing a drink and that's because she's a real one unlike some people and so Wendy goes well I owned everything I just wanted to be known to not ever do that again I gave you a pass one time all right and so Mia goes is that a threat she goes no girl it's not a threat it's a promise <laughs> And I guess Candace Candace is like okay well she said that <laughs> so the episode and- The episode ends with Wendy yelling about like, oh, this is what success looks like. This is what it feels like. Oh, you know, I'm a boss. She's trying to come for me. Mia's trying to come for me because she's not about my life. Like, oh, God, it must suck to be you, Wendy, Mia. (laughs) It must suck to be you. Oh, Lord. I mean. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. She's not wrong. Because, listen, if we're just going to look... If you were handed a sheet of paper and it was like, here, you got to pick one of these people's lives. You could have Wendy's life with her four degrees and her husband that looks like he smells real good. And he's got nice teeth and you've got these really cute kids. Or you can be married to Gordon.
1: I mean, just which one would you pick? Hey. And I hate to, like surmise everything that like happens with women. I hate it when people are like, they're jealous, but it does give that when it comes to Wendy in a lot it of does. ways And I'm just like, it's <laughs> just giving jealousy.
0: It does. I, I mean, yeah, cause me and Gordon have this weird relationship. They're not a partnership. Like when we saw that scene of Wendy and Eddie laughing about Deborah being like, oh, happy Eddie smiled at me. That's a marriage. That's exactly. Those are two people who are very strong in their relationship. Like that I've never seen really that much like true intimacy between Gordon and Mia, like in a way that they really like each other. I don't see that.
1: And it's hard to like, that's even the issue that like, I always felt like Ashley had with Candace, Mm -hmm. right? Is that like, here are these two women, they're married to these white men, but Candace is attracted to Chris. And vice versa. Chris is, right, Chris is the eight, like within her age range, you know? Right. And like, Ashley has to be up there with that disgusting man who, I'm sure that he has called her a couple slurs, once or um, twice. With Australian ones, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Like every time he used to talk about Sheila, like the, and it was just at the tip of his tongue. Right? you're right there was something about like I don't want that around my children like
0: dog I you will never I mean for me who has such low standards I cannot imagine a dude telling me I'm afraid to have kids with you because I don't want you to be like your mom excuse me Mm. (laughs) how the fuck do you come back from that how do you do that and while we're talking, can we can I ask you what was Luke and her real? I think it was. I genuinely think it was. And she was on Watch What Happens Life and said that he was fine. It was Michael that ruined the relationship <laughs> between she and Luke. And uh, Giselle actually did an interview because, you know, she went on that date with Jason. And uh, she said that she feels like, once the dust settles with Ashley and Michael, that she thinks that she and Luke will get back together.
1: Mm. Okay, so this is my thing with it, right? Like, cause I do want to believe that it was real. And mm-hmm. I did, I feel like when I was listening to you talk about it, I think you said that she seemed her. Was it yeah. you that said that? Mm-hmm. And I could see that, mm-hmm. but it feels yeah. just like all that care, like who starts a new relationship and you do all that damn carrying on. Yeah, it's, a, it's like a you're making TikTok something. It just felt really like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. She, I think she got too
0: excited, which I mean, wouldn't you if you were running away from that
1: milky eyed monster and into the arms of Luke, please? Right. I, she's like, also been with him. Like, I was re watching season one of Potomac and I was like, oh, Ashley was a child. Kid, kid. And, and to finally, like, yeah, to now be free of like
0: Old Man River. And with a guy who's only a few years older than you and he's fucking hot,
1: like mm-hmm. literally
0: isn't my type, but like, please, I'm, I'm not stupid either. <laughs> like, like, I get right. it. Um,
1: but yeah, I think she just got too excited, but yeah. Just Girl, being you- with someone whose ball sack isn't hitting his ankles.
0: <laughs> You're right, exactly. And he's not trying to tap it against somebody else's ankles either. So
1: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, So you don't believe it was real? I don't know. Like, I feel like certain parts of it did feel real, but then I'm just like, I don't know. All the, like all the carrying on for me was just so weird. Like all the posting, making TikToks, like when you're starting a relationship, I just don't see anyone actually really doing all that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I would think the Luke would be above a fake relationship, but then I'm like, I don't know. He just got fired from his show right okay which what? then brings me into thinking that like, i've started to think that carlos carlos <laughs> carl and um Lindsay are fake
0: okay thank oh see this is why you're my bitch okay let's talk about the summer house trailer because i haven't spoken about this yet um it looks so good i'm so excited um not wait there were a lot of dynamics like we've been they've been dropping hints about there being a situation between danielle and Lindsay, and carl and kyle or at least carl and Loverboy. right mm-hmm. so uh what we did see is that apparently carl had been like shirking his responsibilities hadn't really been at work at one point kyle says um you know, like if you were gone, we wouldn't even miss your presence or something like that. Um, and then a lot of situation between Danielle and Lindsay. Uh, what, what are your thoughts? What are you What is your prediction on what went down between Danielle and Lindsay?
1: So I hope it's not like the way that the trailer kind of made it seem was like, it was just the issue of her being like, it's too early to get engaged. Like mm-hmm. her being upset that they're getting engaged not on her time, yeah. But I think like you and I spoke to, spoke about this before, and I think it is just that you were saying how you feel like Lindsay was just a bad friend to her. Like she got her man, and she just like kind of checked out of the friendship with Danielle. Yeah, I, 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 I can see- totally see it being that.
0: Yeah, it's it's like Lauren and Heidi all over again, you know. Except for Spencer and Carl are not alike. Like this, she got a much better situation, Hub House, but. Um, yeah, I think that like Danielle's always been a support, and I think Paige said that to her. Like those two are not good friends to you, like you are to them, and you need to realize that. Um, so yeah, I think that she was just like,
1: "Oh, uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry my uh, my TV randomly turned on." <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um,
0: so yeah, I think I think that like Lindsay was just like, "Oh, I don't really need you." danielle anymore and yeah i also think like part of it was probably like danielle being like oh this is like really rushed and maybe there's a part of her that thinks like this is kind of performative and fake so tell me about your thoughts about carl and Lindsay now now that you're on the right side of history
1: aka mine so okay watching them on winter house i was like Ugh. Mm-hmm. Um, i just i don't see anything that has changed from like why they would what's changed that you guys feel like you need to be together right now I don't feel like when I heard them each talking about the relationship nothing convinced me Mm -hmm. for Carl I think it is really really scary for him that he's now sober and like Mm -hmm. I don't want it to be like people are thinking like okay like everyone attaches this Carl is the greatest guy in the world because he's sober now. And like, or even the, I don't even think being in a fake relationships makes you a bad person, right? <laughs> or like getting married <laughs> to keep your job. Like this is their job. Right. And I yeah. can't imagine how scary it is for Carl to think that like he could lose it. What does Carl do? Like in the early seasons of this show, we saw Carl struggle with like jo- losing job after job, mm-hmm. not knowing what he was going to do he's been able to keep this job the longest, but he works for his friend. Yeah. And then the next job he's had the longest is being on this show. And I can't imagine like how he's, he's thinking about how he's going to pay his bills. And mm-hmm. Lindsay works in PR. Does she, does she still do that? No, <laughs> probably not. But we <laughs> saw her, you know, getting Hubhouse house together in that apartment. Yeah. with all those interns she's you know? got a history Lindsay. of
0: PR she's got a history there yeah right <laughs> and she
1: knows what she's doing yes and I, I think- can see how she could convince him to be like listen this is what we need to do I maybe to an, a degree degree I think that they do like each other and they did decide to like work you know maybe we should be together but I think they're like okay it makes sense for the show let's get engaged it'll keep us on like I think that there is some strategy involved
0: yeah. I do find it very irksome with any couple and they did this majorly when they came to Winterhouse it's like, oh, we're so mature now that we found each other. Like right. we just make spaghetti squash at night and, you know, eat low protein meals and, you know, we're just very zen. Um I do think like there's something to be said and I say this a lot about Craig and Paige. Like I don't like them, but I get them because They're both, they both understand what it's like to be on reality TV. And it can probably be very hard to find somebody who's -hmm. willing to play the game like that. So, and I think that probably goes a long way. Um, and so I think, you know, for Carl and Lindsay, like Lindsay had been very clear to the entire planet, what she wants out of her life and when she wants it and she wants the marriage and the babies and all that. We saw the timeline that she did with the sandwiches and all the men before that and all the men since. She's ha- She's been on a mission. And I think sometimes maybe you just look over and you're like, oh, I mean, they're certainly reasonable that they would be attracted to each other. Like everything makes sense on paper, but for me, it just doesn't jump off the
1: page. I agree and it's like fine right like have a child together I'm happy for them like why not have it with your friend like people have children with damn near strangers right like why Don't not have, have it with your it friend, friend? <laughs> <Right>. that part <laughs>
0: so, um oh also have you seen the rumors that maybe allegedly there's some issue between Kyle and Amanda
1: what type of issue like a separation issue
0: <gasps> yeah so I'm just going off of what I have seen, like people were bringing up some very good points that they were not together over the holidays. <laughs> they were both with their respective families.
1: Wow. Um,
0: and I guess people have been checking that uh, Amanda's not been wearing her ring recently. Um, I mean, she did promote the traders, but, you know, that could be anything. Um, but yeah, it seems like they haven't really each other too
1: much. That's actually really sad. And and that's, be saying this as like, um, I don't like Amanda and Kyle together. Yeah. Um, But I mean, if
0: we're going to break up, do it now. Do it now before you got kids. All you guys have are those dogs now. Just call it. If we're going to call it, call it now, you know?
1: Well, I thought that they would be one of those where like, um, I just... I love Kyle. Love him. I'm, pre- I'm gonna stick beside him no matter what. <laughs> I just figured that they would be like a, a, a 10 year marriage, right. Mm-hmm. Where they have their children together. They make sense. And then Kyle never gets married again. Right. He was able to like have the children with her. Amanda's mm-hmm. going to be a great mom. And then she could find like the real love of her life after. That's- i i really want I, we'll see we'll just have to see and
0: i am sure we'll find out pretty soon because the show's about yeah. it <laughs> so if they're gonna separate they're gonna do it quickly so i i don't know my eyes are peeled.
1: that's interesting oh, yes. there's so much going on i know i know <laughs> there's so much going i didn't on. even know that there was like a, two new people coming on one of them is a black girl like totally missed that Oh yeah, I've been following her for a little while because
0: she her sister is actually an influencer. Her sister Um, wrote token
1: black girl. Yes, book yeah.
0: Um so yeah, I've had my eye on her for a little bit. Um, I'm excited, but I mean, dog, they took like how many guys out of that house and we're like, we'll just replace them with one dude. (laughs) So now it's like Kyle, Carl, and this one dude that we don't know about, which like, okay, we gotta get like I can't believe i'm saying this but we got to get more men in the summer house i agree
1: and it's like not Corey. no <laughs> no
0: oh my god jessica has been on tiktok with her new man who gotta say he's like bachelor hot you know what i mean like okay if you yeah. the bachelor, you'd be like oh he's one of the best looking guys on the bachelor
1: um and she gives like that's she gives that, I wouldn't mind her coming back because she was so delusional.
0: So delusional, but, and she continues to be, because I can't remember exactly what she said, but it was something like, oh, you know, I learned some lessons about being on TV, but basically I actually didn't learn anything and fuck you guys, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm actually well. perfect, thanks.
0: <laughs> well, Chai, tell everybody where they can find you.
1: Um, you can find me at Fly Chai on Twitter. On and Instagram, I think also TikTok on that too. And subscribe to my podcast. Me and my friend yes. Antonio, every week we talk about the things that um we feel like people aren't mad enough about. Yes. It's called Y'all Aren't Mad Enough. <laughs>
0: Perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, check that out. I'll put the link of that in the episode description. Uh, thank you so much. They had a chemistry for me. Hi, hey, Wall. We, we love her. <laughs> you have a great day.
1: Bye. Bye.